Welcome to the Organized Investor Pod Class with Jerry Goodman and Megan Hubbard from Tennessee Wealth Management. Think of these pod classes as a college of knowledge, and the curriculum is an inside look at how we work with our clients to organize their investments, their retirement, and their affairs. Our process is certainly not the only approach, but it has served our clients well. Listening may materially improve your life as well, but for that to happen, it also takes an open mind, an interest to learn, and your trust in what we're sharing. We focus only on what is relevant, and we'll explain things several times in different ways over multiple classes to ensure you understand their importance. We suggest you subscribe so you'll receive reminders about the next class. And with the tools and information on our website, theorganizedinvestor.com, you can start getting organized right now. Hello, and welcome to the Organized Investor Podcast. This is the inaugural podcast, and today it is hosted by Jerry Goodman. Jerry, good to meet you, and nice to have this chance to get to know you a little bit. Welcome. Greetings, Mr. Bill. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you today and excited to have you talk to the people and let them know what it is you do and why they should trust you and maybe even why they might become a client of yours. So let's let's dig into this a little bit, a little bit about your history first. Not personal history, but professional history. How did you get, you know, make the decision to get into this this industry? To not not run of the mill. Well, no, it's not. And I guess it started when once you graduate from college, you spend all those years trying to learn something, and then you think, oh gosh, what am I going to do now? Uh, since I graduated in accounting from the University of Tennessee, I thought, well, I need to go try the accounting aspect of that. So I was an I was an auditor. It doesn't sound very exciting because it wasn't, but as an auditor with, with Price Waterhouse. And it took me, I don't know, it was maybe a day and a half or two days to realize, I don't want to do this. I mean, it was, it was, it was, I could do it, but it's just not really what I had kind of envisioned it. So, so I got out of public accounting and then I was, I bopped over into being public, private accounting. Uh, I was a financial controller of Wendy's here in Knoxville hmm. for about three years. That was that was pretty darn interesting because we had a, a fun company. We had a bunch of young people running it. We actually thought we knew what we were doing. And and but again, that was that was interesting, more interesting. But it's not anything that I really wanted to do as a career. So, you know, as things happen in life, I had a close friend of mine that I don't remember how I even know him, but he was a financial advisor at a hmm. firm in town. And so he was, we were kind of sharing, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it seemed like what he was working on was a lot more interesting than what I had been doing for the last however many years. So I was actually found an investment firm, brave enough to give a 26 year old a chance. And so off I went. That was kind of the start of it. Since I started, I spent a lot of years at Merrill Lynch, uh, 17 years there. And then I spent the next 23 years. It, it really what is what is now referred to as Wells Fargo Advisors. I mean, it started way back when it was sure. it was Wheat First Union, then First Union Securities, then Wachovia Securities. It was like just a constant name change because of mergers or whatever. But uh, I spent seven uh, t- the last twenty three years that twenty three years there, I should say. Uh, seven of those, I was actually the manager. That was that was an interesting event. But anyway, uh, in in twenty twenty two, we actually changed. We did what's a bit technical, we changed our broker dealer uh, to, to a company called Prospera Financial in Dallas. So we, we did that, although the good news and all that was that our client accounts and all the paperwork and all of the, the back office 
kind of necessities that, that we deal with, that all is still handled by Wells Fargo clearing. So that was, that was simple. Everything just kind of moved over and we changed in 2022. And the clients had to sign like one form and, and we're kind of done. So that was, that was simple. And so it's been a career just very blessed, you know, by the number of people I've gotten to know over the years and to help the, you know, as, as I would say, the, the friends that have become clients and the, the reverse of that, you know, the, the, the clients who actually become friends, you know, people you've gotten to help seems kind of, I'm going to say several things that may sound kind of corny or cliche, but I don't know any other way to say it than, you know, being able to help people and, and financially help them through life, through all the little, you know, try to avoid some of the landmines along the way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been, it's been very, been, been very rewarding. I don't know if I could have had an, another job and I was enjoyed it more, but this is, this one's turned out very well and I'm very well, happy I, with the career. I don't think it sounds corny at all. And think I, in fact, I think that most people, and that would include me, would like to believe that their financial advisor uh, has a little bit of personal skin in the game, <laughs> as opposed to going to a robot and, you know, sticking it sure. in and having the, having it, you know, spit out what to do. Right. Well, in, in, in all those years, it's, uh, it, it's the experience and the, and, and the, well, the life experiences or the business experiences you pick up along the way. And you, and you, you hope, you know, when something doesn't go well, you know, you can always make a, a wrong decision on something. You think, well, hopefully I don't lose repeat it, you know, doing it once is you know kind of bad enough, but hopefully you learn from the experiences and our clients yeah. learn from, you know, for what we've experienced, you know, for helping people in different situations for a long time. No, they, and that's great. That's great. And it sounds like you have a personal connection to those people that you work with. Uh, and I think that many, many people find that an important value, if you yeah. will, that they that they have a personal connection with financial advisors. You mentioned that you're in Knoxville. Is that where y'all are? Or for, yes. folks, for folks not familiar with you and who might yes. be listening to this podcast somewhere else. Exactly. We're we're on the eastern side of the state. It's it's a long, long state from one corner to the other. We're on the we, we like to refer to it as the pretty side because we have the, the Smoky mm-hmm. Mountain National Park, you know, a lot of rivers and lakes and and oh, bears. Yeah. And, I'm familiar uh, with it. As a, as a kid, our family used to go camping up in the uh, Smokies. Right. Quite a well, bit. and we I mean we we like to refer to Knoxville as being at least near the cleavage of Dollywood. That's that's our that's a landmark we refer to <laughs> up in Pigeon Forge. And if you've never, if you're going, what's Dollywood? Just Google it up. You'll find it. It's uh, just it's a, just Google, Google Dolly Parton. That's yes. all you can do, and you can yep. go from there. Yeah, you can. Completely true. So tell me, what kind of clients do you do you work with? Do you have a specialty, or do you? Or is, is yours a broad practice? It, it's relatively broad. I mean, I would say the majority of the clients. They're going to be the vast majority. They're going to be either an individual or a couple. They're anywhere, just on average, from probably forty-five years to. Well, we have a few that are bumping up to age one hundred. Yes, (laughs) I don't have a client in every state, and I know that because I'm supposed to be registered in all these states, which I am. But we probably have clients in forty different states. Some of them we've got clients that have been around for decades. I mean, I've got one client that goes back to nineteen eighty two. She's the wow. she's a daughter of, of one of my very, very first clients. And I and I've told her jokingly, I said, you can never fire me, okay, because you're like my oldest legacy client. She said, I get it, I get it. Uh and, and she's up in Washington State, but uh, well, you know, that's special. quite a testament, though. That is quite a testament to the fact that uh, you, you've got clients who've been around since '82, and and yeah. you have their children as clients. Well, that's true. I mean, and so, and sometimes the, the the kids, the children, can actually be 
I shouldn't say better clients, but they can be more entertaining. They're, they're more engaged sometimes than the parents were. You, you never know. Our specialty is kind of a, a, a the new buzzword or the, or the cliche term or the, the, the term of the day for our industry uh, is, is what's called wealth management. And, yes. you know, and, and obviously people have different levels of wealth. I mean, I've got some extremely wealthy clients and I've got some, some that aren't so. We try to take care of, you know, managing people's wealth, whether it be big or little, to the extent that we can. I mean, to the point that everybody's situation is different, but everybody also deserves some personal attention, you know, to try to, as much as you can, tailor things and focus things and, and deal with things on a, on a one-on-one individual basis for their particular situation. That's what we try to do. Yeah. You've kind of hinted at this in the conversation, but do you have an ideal client? Um, I mean, start- is, there, is there a wealth threshold here? Or are, you, are you happy? Are, you, are, are beginners welcome as well as those who've amassed some, some kind of uh, wealth? Absolutely. You know, we've got... People say, well, "Who's your favorite? Who's your ideal client?" Like you're asking, I would say, "Well, let's start off with somebody. They need to be nice, okay? Uh, yep. Which is always a good way to start. You know, somebody's going to trust us, uh, not with everything. I mean, you have, trust has to be learned, and it's not something that you know. I, I'm going to say to somebody, "Well, trust me," and they probably are going to go the opposite, opposite direction. Megan says that all the time to me too. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, somebody that listens to us. Maybe, maybe they yeah, don't have to like take telling somebody who's worked up, relax. Exactly. That never works. I don't know. That just never works. Trust me part. That always sounds like a little bit of a con, doesn't it? Well, that's true. That's true. But but that part, you know, nice person, listen to us. They don't have to take every suggestion or idea we've got. I mean, I get it. Everybody, uh, we're going to give them ideas and they get to decide. But that's a good, that's a great client. Um, You know, a nice client, ideal client. Uh, Maybe having five clients that were worth a billion dollars each, that might be easier. I don't know. Maybe not. It, it probably wouldn't be as much fun uh, as, as some of the, the ones we've got. And, you know, and like we talked a minute ago, I've got clients, some of whom have become actually far better friends than they are even clients in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, and they'll call up and we'll, and we'll spend five minutes talking about their account and spend the next 20 minutes, you know, yakking about something else, you know, something about their personal life or telling the joke or just, you know, catching up with what they're doing. So it's, uh, it, but again, as long as they're nice to start off with, that's, that's good. And, and you never know about from a wealth standpoint, Bill, because people, you know, I've got clients that have a lot of money with me now. And when we first started working together, they really didn't, you know, they inherited money or they just kept, they, they would save and invest and, mm-hmm. and, and it, it grew into something rather meaningful. So you never know. It's interesting. Do you do client education? Do you do you work with your clients, or um, you know, what do you do for them? Do you try to educate the ones that don't seem yeah. quite sure what to do? Or yeah, it's you know, in terms of education, I, I would almost say it's 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 always easier to talk about what we don't do in the, in the area of education um, than what we do. For example, we got like on our on our website, we have a twenty minute video that explains you know how we help people. And we'll say this more than once to help them organize their investments, their retirement, and their affairs. So, which is why we call this the you know the organized investor podcast. So, with that, the that video is basically like a video version or a digital version of the, the actual public workshop that we've conducted so many times before. And and the cool thing about the on the video is you can watch it from your phone in the bathtub if you want to, as long as, long as you don't drop your phone in the water. Um, so. so 
that that's kind of what we do from education. We tr- we're trying to be efficient and convenient with the money, you know, with the with the yeah. message we've got. And you well, know, and we people for people I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jerry. I'm sorry, yeah. but for people who are listening to this, where would they find that video if they were interested in maybe going to look it up? Well, we've got it probably on two or three different pages. If they'll simply go to theorganizedinvestor.com, mm-hmm. it, it's on the homepage, it's on the investments page, maybe even on the affairs and retirement page. We just okay. stuck it at different places so that they wouldn't have trouble finding it. Good. But it's, it's, it's about a 20-minute video. Seems a little bit long, but it's, it's Megan, who's done my, my oldest daughter, that's our, one of our podcast hosts, does a fabulous job giving an honest summary of you know what is, is normally a two-hour live podcast, I mean, excuse me, workshop, yeah. uh, and put it in digital format. And so, and so they literally can listen to it from anywhere. And nice. there's other things from an educational standpoint. We've got all kinds of things on the website. I mean, we've got uh, like our investment approach on how we how we focus on companies that raise their dividends. Doesn't seem terribly exciting, but that's been a fabulous way to to change people's financial lives with that little approach alone. Um, Education wise, you're asked. We started on that. We focused on estate planning for probably close to two decades. Uh, and so that's also covered in the video. We, we do workshops to, uh, to help people get their estate planning stuff taken care of, their documents done with a local attorney for a flat fee. So we don't charge anything for that. That's all just done without any compensation to us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in terms of how to getting people knowledgeable, uh, on that website, theorganizedinvestor.com, we have all kinds of things. Uh, and God bless Megan for suffering through all of the stuff that we that she's dealt with, trying to get all that in there in a format. But it's there really. So if someone is so inclined, I mean, they don't need us for some of this. They can go through and watch videos. There's paperwork they can fill out, things to get started. And they can start right now. It, it's just a question of, on estate planning in particular, it's something that's it's very easy to procrastinate. You know, we, we see people, oh, yeah. we, we've had I'm, people I'm guilty. I'm, I'm guilty of that. So. <laughs> well, I mean, just to kind of make some humor to this, we have people that have been you know, 70 years old. They've never done estate planning documents, you know, so they kind of the workshop to get educated, which is good. And then they'll, they'll leave and they know they need to do something, but they'll leave and they'll say, okay, well, I'm going to think about this some more. And, and I'm not sure really what they're thinking about, but it's really kind of, I don't know, not, not funny, but just kind of amusing that people at some point in time, they just don't want to deal with it. You know, they, they're going to put it off and maybe they plan on doing it the day, the day before they're going to die. I, I don't know, but it's, well, education is a big part of what we do. It's probably about true. I would fall in there somewhere probably because there sure. are things I know I got to get done that I just yeah. haven't done. My wife and I haven't done. Sure. And so you, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll deal with that later. Sure. And later. Later is always later. <laughs> well, well, it's the old thing about who wants to spend money that maybe they don't have talking to an attorney they don't know about something that they don't know anything about, and they're not going to die tomorrow anyway. They pretty much are assuming that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it right now. You know, we'll get to that later. Hopefully you're enjoying this Organized Investor Pod class with Megan Hubbard, the Dean of our College of Knowledge and Jerry Goodman, her CFP dad. Check out our class notes to find out how to reach us and subscribe to our pod classes to get started. 
You mentioned you mentioned Megan, which it takes me to the next question I have. I was going to talk to you about your team. Give me an idea about the team that you have that you work with, and explain. Uh, I know in later podcasts we're going to be hearing from Megan. So why don't you give us a little background on the team and what they do? So as you mentioned, we'll start off with Megan, who is our co-host of our podcast. And and by the way, we kind of are misspeaking this a little bit, and Bill, you wouldn't know this, but we actually we would prefer to. To ref- we would prefer to refer to the podcast is really like a pod class uh-huh. instead of podcast. Now, since you're in the podcast world, that may require you to, you know, kind of mentally dwell on that fact. But I'm but the reason to meditate on that for a little bit, Jerry. Yeah, but, <laughs> but pod class. But and the reason is that Megan's in charge of for our practice. She's in charge of everything educational that we do. Now that's primarily because she has a master's degree in curriculum and instruction, which is a bit of a tongue twister. But so who really more perfect for that role that she's in than her? I mean, she's, you know, very well-spoken. She's really nice. She is very literate, very organized. And so that's, that's, that's her role. And also the co-host on our pod classes, as we call them, mm. her husband, her favorite husband is Jared Hubbard who is obviously my, that makes him my son-in-law mm-hmm. and he's, he's a financial advisor on our team. Jared was a tax partner. He's a CPA and he was a tax partner at a company called Rotor for Moss here in Knoxville for, for a number of years. He finally, like I got tired of a public accounting. He finally did too. He got tired of doing tax returns, although he still does some tax practice. Uh, his primary focus now is working with us. So he not only helps our clients, but on the team, but he also is real handy. He's, he's our tax department. So he's around for all those pesky tax questions around, you know, from January to April, let's say, at least in, in, this, in the U S uh, and last but not least, we have Libby Underwood. She is the linchpin in the, in the organization. She's our, our operations manager, I guess is a, is a good term for her. She's been with us. God bless her for over 20 years. And she is just a, a dream of a person to have around, extremely nice, extremely patient with us, extremely organized. And basically, as you might expect, she's in charge of anything and everything that's related to clients. I mean, in terms of paperwork, we have lots of I's to, to dot and T's to cross over here. And so, you know, she she tries to keep us out of hot water to get in uh you know, operational jail, if you will, for yeah. you know, something being out of order. <laughs> so so we you know, we appreciate Libby's patience and, and tolerance with dealing with us and, and all the stuff that, you know, that, that she deals with. I mean, she's, she's got a, hu- she's got a huge amount of experience. So in fact, if you, if you take Megan, Jared, myself and Libby, I think our collective experience is it's, it's slightly over a hundred years, which is nice. kind of scary, but it's, 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 it's a lot of, it's a lot of years of, of having learned things. Yeah. Well, it's only scary if you're looking for somebody with one year of experience, which I, which I think is a recipe for a horror movie when it comes to finances. That's true. Well, it's, it's funny you, you mentioned that. When I, when I first started uh, and you're first out there, you don't have any clients and you're trying to figure out what you're doing. I mean, I would have, I would have clients say, well, how long have you been doing this, son? I tell them, well, you know, hour and a half or something. But and, and then now, I mean, I'm 40 years into this and I, I have a question is, well, how long are you going to keep doing this? Well, and, and I get it. Um, and that's why Megan and Jared, we're going to refer to them as my succession plan, if you will. So mm-hmm. if I get to a point that I, you know, my body decides I can't do this anymore, then somebody will be there to, to take over. That's, that's my grand plan. 
Yeah, well, I, I think most people are... I think most people, honestly, Jerry, don't ever want to retire. At least they certainly don't plan to retire. Well, that's true. Uh, you know, these days, that's true. Yeah. No, it's like, what do you do with yourself when you when you retire? What do you do with yourself? Crying out loud. <laughs> I know. You have to go get a real job. Yeah, you have to go find something. Yeah, you have to go get a real job. Or you sit around the house all day long, which oh, yeah. it's not a good plan necessarily. You know, you you've referenced the fact that you have all the certifications that you were licensed in in what was it, forty states? I think so. About that, yeah. So I don't want to ask you about your designations. I think those those kind of initials and stuff get a little bit uh, tedious, right? But I do want to delve into your investment philosophy. I think that that's what a lot of people need to sit down and talk to somebody about, and where they might find a connection with a financial advisor. So talk right. to us a little bit about how you approach investing and, and your philosophy on it. Well, in, an investment is really kind of one of those three little spokes in the wheel here, yep. investments, retirement, and affairs. In terms of investments, we, st- we start off with someone that uh, say we don't know them and, and say, what, what, what could you do to help me? And, and our general philosophy is focused on our goal and we can't always do it, but we have a goal of trying to help somebody improve just their overall performance two percent a year now that seems kind of generic and vague it's like okay what does that really mean Mm -hmm. but we have very specific suggestions because when we talk to people when we when we sit down and people show us what they're doing many times we could basically help them reduce fees that could be an advisory fee or some sort of fee they're being charged Uh, we could the, the second thing we could help them probably minimize or maybe even eliminate unnecessary expenses like like mutual fund fees or internal costs of an exchange-traded fund or maybe even things in an annuity. So reducing their fees, lowering their costs. But the big wild card in this is actually improving their investment performance. So I'll give you an example. Um, let's say, let's take somebody they're worth a million dollars, okay? They have a million-dollar portfolio, and I only use that just to say it's a nice round number. Sure. So if if you take if you take that person and you can improve their overall performance by let's say two percent a year, if you think about that for a second, that's twenty thousand dollars per year, not one time. It's per year, and so that that works out to be it's four hundred thousand dollars over a twenty year period. This is a lot of money, and so we and we have and, very- you know, just to be and just to be clear for people who are listening, you're not talking about a total return of two percent. You're talking about a 2% improvement on the overall return on the money they're getting. Am I right? Great point. Great point. And it is, it is an incremental return. If you can, again, uh, reduce your advisory fees or reduce a fee or eliminate a fee or, or a cost or an expense, but on top of it to actually improve the, the investment performance. So that's really what we do. And then we have, we have, we go through on our pod classes and also on the video on our website, wherever we have this info, when we do a public workshop, we say, we're going to give you very specific suggestions on how we can help you with this. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking to you about macroeconomics or quantitative easing or what's the Federal Reserve going to do. I mean, those things could be kind of interesting, but most people, nobody can predict those things. It doesn't really have anything to do has one iota of effect on them personally over the long term of their life. Yeah. So we try to stay specific on okay, what do we need to talk about? Let's stay on target. Let's stay on topic here. And what is it really that, that's going to help you improve your 
you know, materially improve your financial life. And this is what we've done for clients. We, we've had situations where clients have come back to us and they said, I've never made this much money ever doing what we're doing here. And, and, and while, while as that sounds, this is going out by investing in large companies, most of which they know, that raise their dividends. Doesn't sound very exciting. It's not like invest in the NASDAQ or something, but that's how we do this. Again, based on what somebody's doing right now, we'll determine, you know, if they're not paying an advisory fee, then I, I mean, you can't really save it if they're not paying it. But this is what we go through and we talk to them about at how to, what are you doing? What can we do? And we're going to show you what we're doing and see if this might make sense to maybe improve your life, um, you know, f- from a financial standpoint. It, it, can, it can be very meaningful. No, no, it can be absolutely meaningful, as a matter of fact. Before we wrap this up, is there any last couple of points or that you need or feel like important for, for you to say uh, as a way of introduction to folks? Or You know, it's, it's, there's so many things that we've done you know, in our career. Uh, it's, it's, it's been very rewarding. You know, people say to us, well, what do you do to kind of stay focused or keep you know, motivated to kind of keep going? You know, from our standpoint, uh, I, I remember the Dunkin' Donuts guy that every day on that commercial, if you remember that, he'd get yeah. up and he'd say, you know, <laughs> go make the donuts, go make the donuts. Making the donuts. You know, so, and so you do this for 40 years and I've got a strong work ethic. This really kind of becomes part of you. But, um, you know, I've got a, I've got an inside job, no heavy lifting. So, you know, it's easy to stay focused. And kind of like what you said a minute ago, you know, if, if, if I don't stay focused, I may end up at home doing yard work, you know, in the summer when it's hot, which is not really what. That's not my, that's not my long-term goal, <laughs> but if, if someone hasn't, if they will, I guess I would say this, my advice to someone, if that is not a client, because our clients know what we do, they've heard us go on and on and on for years about what we think they need to do. They've been happy campers. So if someone will just take the time and be open-minded and listen to what we're doing and we're, and Megan will explain uh, this educational process that she would subscribe to is called spiral learning, where we start off, we're going we're gonna to educate you, give you knowledge on what we're doing. We're going to build on that. We're going to repeat it. We're going to explain it a number of different ways. And if someone be at the podcast or the video or comes to a workshop or just come to the office and talk to us, if you'll just be patient and just listen to what we're going to say, it will take a while to get into your head exactly what we're doing. But once you do, you very likely will say, this makes more sense than what I'm doing. Okay. And, and, and the best example I can, I, can, I can offer in reference to be patient and listen and, and hear, hear our words. When I was the manager of our office, at, way back when, we acquired a company called AG Edwards, great firm. They were based out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And all these brokers come over from AG Edwards and they're telling me that they would say, Jerry, you need to look at this, this DSIP list. It was called a diversified stock income plan list. And that's kind of one of the, one of the, the best research that Wells Fargo has perhaps ever come up with. And it's a list of companies that, as I mentioned, constantly have had a history of raising their dividends. So, you know, I can be like anybody else. I can be too smart for my own good. And I would go, yeah, 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 that's a great list. It probably took me the better part of two years before I kind of look at that and go, this really is a good idea. In fact, it's such a good idea. I can't find anything better than it. So, which is why it's become kind of the focus of our investment philosophy and why we, 
we, we kind of harp on it and, and repeat it and try to explain to clients or, or to people, not even clients, but people that are not our clients, why is this a good idea? Here's the reason for it. Here's the, the statistical information. And if someone, I mean, if you listen to 10 or 12 of our pod classes, that would be probably five or six hours worth of content. I would really hope at that point in time, you're going to look at this and go, you're right. This really is a good idea. You know, we, and, and we, we will say to someone, if we can't find a better idea than this, but if you happen to know what, tell us. Mm. Uh, we, can't find, we can't find a better way to invest money for clients that we can do it in this manner for as inexpensively as we can with, with, the, with the low risk level that it has. So that's our, really our, our, um, our request is someone listen with an open mind, know that we're trying to share with you what works for our clients and just consider whether it would work for you. That's kind of the message we would have. And how would folks who are listening to this who might be intrigued get a hold of you if they want to have a further conversation with y'all? Um, since Megan is the nicest one on our team, not when I count Liddy, but I'd give Megan a call. Um, her, her phone number, it's 865-415-2065. Again, 865-415-2065. I mean, again, she's nicer than Jared and me. And she's actually, if you have to leave her a message, she's actually very speedy at calling you back. Um, we obviously have email. Her, hers is Megan at TN for Tennessee. That's TN Wealth mgt.com megan at tnwealthmgt.com and bill we've also got uh all kinds of links buttons on our website some of which i'm told you can actually request an appointment on that's not really my department we've got all kinds of things there so the safe thing to say is if you can find a link there and i think we have one you can you can get in touch with us that way or just give us a call i mean we, we have phones that work most of the time they and uh give us a buzz and we look forward to talking to them that sounds great. And the website that you're referencing is the organizedinvestor.com, right? It is. We actually own, if someone is too lazy to type in the organized investor, if they just type in organized investor, that'll get it, get them there as well. But um, that is, that is the way to find us is the organizedinvestor.com. And, and a bit of, a bit of useless trivia that uh, party trivia for those that maybe don't live in this area and don't realize this, or even if you live here and don't realize this, our area code 865 for Knoxville, Tennessee, we're home of the Tennessee Volunteers. Our area code is spells V O L. So, someone at the phone company does have a does have a sense of humor, and um, so it's Vol, and then it's four one five two zero six five. If you need to track Megan down, yeah, there, there you go. Assuming that people know their history, Jerry, and that Tennessee is known as the Volunteer State. So- <laughs> yep, that is that that is true. Good good piece of trivia. It is a nice piece of trivia. Jerry, really, really nice speaking with you today. And I look forward to further conversations to come. And for the listeners, thank you for listening to the Organized Investor Pod class, as Jerry has instructed us. If you're a new investor, and you probably are because this is the inaugural uh, podcast, we'd like to make sure that you subscribe, hit the subscribe button below. And that way, the next episode will be automatically delivered to your listening device and you won't miss an episode. We also humbly ask that you share it and rate the podcast. In doing so, you will help others find it. I'm Bill Tucker, and on behalf of The Organized Investor, thanks again for listening. Until next time. 
The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the organized investor or TN Wealth Management. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning or before making any investment decision. And please consult legal or tax professionals for specific information regarding your individual situation. The organized investor cannot accept trade or account instructions on or through this platform. Please contact us directly at contactus at tnwealthmanagement.com or 865-415-2060 to place a trader for trade or account related questions. Brokerage and advisory services are provided by TN Wealth Management through Prospera Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. The organized investor is a brand name operated by TN Wealth Management for educational platform purposes.